Welcome to the Super Facts Show on the Super Facts Network. Featuring St. Laz, who also hosts the popular web series Gem Pop and music journalist Mark Walter Ward. They have discussions about hip-hop, culture, society, philosophy, and everything else. Now available on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts. What up, world? It's your boy, Mark Walter Ward, Super Facts Show, Super Facts Network. Today we got with us Show Off Stoner. How you doing, brother? Good, good. Happy uh, 4th and all that, you know what I mean? Blessed to be here. Oh, yeah, it was 4th of July. Yeah. Hell, yeah. I'm down in Florida. They, 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 they be going hard with the fireworks. I don't think I don't think I ever celebrated the 4th of July in my life, other than, uh, you know, I'm from D.C. I, went, I go down to the fireworks every now and then, but I was celebrating mm. the fireworks, not the birth of the country not 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 that that shit have any significance but like mad at them holidays i don't give a fuck about none of them reasons for them shits you know i used to be happy to stay out of school though you know what i mean yeah it was a reason to have off or something like that for sure so like right now i'll go yeah yeah, good so oh yeah i got people i got people in my family that's military so we kind of like just we celebrated for that side you know what i mean fallen soldiers and all that yeah, I, I I ain't knocking it. Like if I had somebody who, who could make me, you know, feel some sort of way, like like I would I would respect that. Like I'm I don't necessarily like like you know maybe some of the decisions, I don't know, politicians or whatever make sending people to war. But I love our military. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Because I mean, how many people in that is just that they from poverty and it's like shit. They don't even be having coal mines like they used to. But a lot of people went to the military because that was the best choice for them. And I can't knock anybody mm-hmm. for that. I, I just don't like when people go to the military and uh, they don't use it to the best of their advantage. Like I had a partner who went to, uh, I think it went to the army. I mean, it's irrelevant, but he got a job like like literally like fixing the the, the gun on the tank that shot the missile. So like, oh, wow. yeah. what, what the fuck he going to do with that when he get out, you know? Yeah, he really don't got no trade or any like anything like that. There was literally nothing applicable because like all, all, all he learned was like maintenance and shit. So you know he ain't learned. I mean, I don't want to sound pretentious. I might be using the wrong terms, but you know, like he ain't learned none. Well, I won't even try to use no fancy words. He, he ain't learned none of the engineering or nothing. It's not like he could go to Boeing and help design yeah, yeah, the bitches. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he can he can use the VA loan to go back to school to learn something though, or. You know what I mean? He could, there's a VA loan that you can get. Man, that like, man went. He he went to the shit because there's, he didn't want to go to school. You feel me? There's, yeah. opportun- there's opportunities though. He could have. He took a, He could have took advantage of. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. for sure, for sure. But like, you know, I, I like I like people like like I had another partner who uh basically just used ten years of that Air Force to uh become a pilot, not no fighter pilot or nothing. I don't think he was ever in like danger. And and now now the Bama fly for like TWA or some shit. Just like a commercial flight, flight yeah, pilot. Man making big money and he basically got paid oh, to train yeah. you know what i mean so i i can dig that shit much more than like coming out that shit better oh you know? yeah he definitely he definitely took advantage of it for sure but so you know right right now um musically uh show off gangs really coming together i, I see all the socials the hashtags all that's going up and i don't want to mm-hmm. say y'all put out a project but y'all put out a show off gang theme mixtape you know it, it had people that weren't part of the movement but uh I mean, if if you if you just talk about everything that involves, you know, you, Just Rich Gates, Jay Hayes, you know, Show Off Gang, Slime Set. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, that project was ridiculous. I want you. I mean, I was there when y'all made it, but like, like, I, I ain't paying lip service. I love King Kong versus Godzilla so fucking much. 
I swear to God, I just listened to that, that shit like uh three three times in the shower before this jump. Uh, you know, put time yeah, on yeah, time yeah, on yeah. his head. That's a Put time on his head. That's a brightling. I got a thing for chicks with big. What was it? I got a thing for uh big chicks and tight jeans, and they got a thing yeah. for, for dudes with uh ice over white white tees. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Hey, I actually we, we, took uh, that. I actually took that verse from an R and B song I wasn't using that I wrote like three years ago, and then I just changed some of the aspect of the verse part and just spit that on there. It was crazy. So. And then you had you you had your only fan song, which is doing numbers. Make sure y'all check that out. Jay Hayes featuring Shaw Stoner. Sure. Sometimes it's listed as Stoner featuring Jay Hayes. You know, doing doing my history on you though. The um, we'll get back to the Shaw Gang in a minute. I sat and listened to uh, Legalize and Legalize too. And uh, yeah, Hayes told me. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. No doubt. But uh, and please don't take this the wrong way. But but you 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 improved dramatically as a rapper from one to two. And then from two to for now, sure, you definitely improved. Sure. And, and I don't even know that you've improved because, like, on two, I was catching what you was doing, but 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 you seem uh-huh. a lot more comfortable. For sure, for sure. I got a uh, I got an EP I'm dropping soon, and uh, I'm gonna do another project that that's legalized three. I don't know if I'm gonna go to past legalized three. I might do other projects after that. Because Legalize was kind of like my experimental project. The first Legalize, that was the first project I ever put out, for real. Like, so I can I can see where you're saying like you can hear the progress because even on the third tape that you're gonna hear, I haven't recorded it yet, but just where I'm at, you're just gonna hear like the evolution from one <laughs> to three, pretty much. Oh, it's oh, like, oh, I'm sure. You're gonna see it like growing. In that, in those three tapes, you're gonna you're gonna hear the growth. It's crazy. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I really just started rapping like, you know, 2015 for real. So, there was one other song I was on with Hayes. It's called uh, "No Fairy Tales." I can't. I think we would drop it 2013, 2012, something like that. But that's probably the only other song you'll hear me on like before that. Were you writing? Like, was it? Was this like a kid? See, I, I I only met you that once. So I don't know you that good, but uh, uh-huh. you, you don't strike me as the kind of guy that was like writing a bunch of writing a bunch of shit in secret, like like too shy to let anyone know. Um, at one, I mean, not really too shy. It's just like I ne- always like took the music shit for fun. Like we never, I never really took it that serious. You know what I mean? I'd run around with motherfuckers and get into shit, but. That's because I knew I knew everybody I knew that did music. I knew them from the streets for real. You know, I usually don't try to get too much into this, so let's stay outside the statute of limitations. But when I was talking <laughs> to Hayes earlier, yeah, he said he said ask you about uh about shit you did in the streets. But before we get into that, you know, I I I, I could tell just from being around you. You know, I've been to the penitentiary, and I can tell like uh you know, white dudes who get respect from black dudes and who don't, and uh-huh. like, all, all that type of shit. And I, I believe it was Chris Rock, but it might have been Dave Chappelle, but it was a, it was that stand-up shit. It was like, when you see a group of black dudes and you see one white dude, man, you better be scared of that motherfucker because you know he done did some shit to earn that motherfucker's respect. And and oh, that, yeah, that, that was sure. kind of the case with me. Like, I grew up in, in a mostly black neighborhood, but uh, I, I, I ain't go front. I played more of a Meyer Lansky role. Like, I mean, that well, that sounds pretentious as shit. I, 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 I was good at getting the dough. So, uh, you know, 
sometimes when I would maybe would have been challenged, somebody would have st- st- uh-huh. stepped up for me because I was the golden goose. Not that I was like yeah. backing down or nothing, but uh, I'm, I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure you get where I'm coming from. So so I'm I mean, just curious, like what kind I mean, of uh, persona did you have? Yeah, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, someone's gonna check you in the streets. It's just all about how you handle it. You know, what well, I mean? this ain't checking. This like trying to rob you, which is you know that's the ultimate check. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody's ever like. Usually, uh, I don't move like that. Really, if I go somewhere, uh, there's someone with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very, okay, very. Yeah, you gotta know how to move right for sure. By my, by myself, and even and if I'm by myself, I'm gonna take precautions to make sure I'm good. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I usually when we move, we mobbing, so nobody ever really, you know, really tries that because you know what I mean. I, I, don't, I don't carry myself like that. You know what well, I mean? I can dig it. Yeah, so, you, you so run, you run up stuff. on us. We, 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 you, you're not gonna. It's not gonna. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> nah, I feel you. Like it'd it be hard to phrase this shit. Like it's more yeah, like you gotta yeah, understand yeah. it. Not, like, like it's almost like going to Vietnam or something. I mean, not to minimize that, but like, you know, if you ain't been through it, you can't really explain that shit. You know, because yeah, like, like you ain't no hype beast. You ain't just see like a fucking Dipset video. And go buy a bunch of supreme uh-huh. shit and come outside. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. remember married with children. Like you ain't do no grandmaster B shit. Me neither. Like <laughs> I, I just nah. like the shit that I like. Like I remember, uh, and it didn't have to be popular. I know it's a lot of them quote unquote wannabes or whatever. You know, people uh-huh. ain't product of their environments. They, they, they'll buy shit that they don't like just because it's cool. You know, like uh, Fubu yeah. or some shit. It depends on where they live at. Some old country motherfuckers in the '90s. But like, like, like me, I remember. I saw some Bart Simpson iceberg shit, and I swear to God, I had never heard of it. I just thought that shit looked dope as shit, and I had enough uh-huh. money to buy a little hundred thirty dollar t shirt. And I, I remember, I remember people around my neighborhood that this right outside of DC was making fun of me, right? And then uh, Volume Two of the Jay Z Jump came out, and he was like, "Iceberg sweats with I be on the elastics." Man, I swear mm. to God, within forty eight hours, because I don't know if you remember back in the day when there was like a big deal rap jump, you just hear it coming from every car, right? And yeah, for the next 48 yeah, yeah, yeah. hours, at least 50 people asked me, hey, where you get Iceberg from? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they had just been making fun of me. So point being, I was just always authentically me. You know, if I'd grown up somewhere where they was all like frat boys and Abercrombie shit, I probably would have been the Bama making money throwing the parties at the frat house or something, you know? Yeah. You know, like 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 not that fake shit. But but that being said, you know, you kind of ducked the question. Um, what without getting too specific and again this is why oh, yeah, 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 yeah. limitations were you around these artists because uh you, 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 you knew how to provide access to things that they might need to enhance their creativity oh yeah so gotcha. you know what i mean or i'd handle i'd handle the in between now bro I mean? when i first started blogging you know outside of statue of limitations with me um to be real with you i got most of my interviews because i knew where cats could get the best weed when they came to dc so, so, that, so that'd be like part of the trade-off. I'll take you to the uh-huh. weed spot. You you give me the interview. Shit worked out lovely. And y'all can go look at yeah. the Dank and Dank interviews and see who did that. Because some yeah, of them I just, went into the... Uh, I just handle it. You know what I mean? I'll meet you somewhere else later. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, some of them dudes were going to the most dangerous parts of D.C. to their credit. And other dudes, like, like I'm sure like you and Hayes would, but then other dudes would be shook motherfucking daddy. Oh yeah, I went to DC and got uh and got some treatment before recently actually. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how it is now with like the COVID and the gentrification, but you know, DC's love. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Uh, it, it's kind of legal out there. It's not legal to buy it, 
so you got to go around like around that aspect but it's it you do your research a little bit you can find out where to get get some weight at <laughs> hit me up next time you go there I, I, I i'll send you to the best place to get it and they'll probably lay you out with some uh some some top flight street gear for sure for sure yeah yeah it's not it's not too far of a drive from uh from the pittsburgh area so when, we, when i go there and i'm like man Hey, that's a good market really... for y'all too. We've always liked Pennsylvania artists. I, I mean, I remember major oh, figures sure. used to get booked like, like, like for the little like. Let's say they had like a three year run, run, you know, uh -huh. and, and they must have got booked like like at least seventeen times in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. I even saw a, a show that had Gilly the Kid, Dutch and Spade, and Miss Jade, and, and this is in the D.C. area, and and, and mm. you know they used to throw concerts and firehouses a lot for some reason, and that shit, I don't know how much it held, but that shit was jam packed. We used to, uh, I used to, uh, one of my, uh, boys that back home, I knew, um, we used to do it at like the VFW. We'd throw like a little, uh, party, about 10, 20 bucks for an entry, collecting the entry, have motherfuckers perform at the VFW or something like that. It was a yeah. way, like, if you had an LLC, you could make money on doing shows and then write off like certain things when you do that. So That's a hard crazy. game to play, though. You you could you know one bad show can wipe out like five shows worth of profit. Oh, for sure. For sure. One good show though, you could, jeez, yeah. you know what I mean. You could probably you could triple, quadruple your money. You know what I mean. It's just so, all on how you play it. So so again, like Hayes told me to ask you about the music coming up, and you said you got uh, EP, but can you be a little more specific? Because uh, I write real quick before we get into that. You know, checking you out. I didn't realize, and I think you might have mentioned it, but it was late in the night that day. But you got uh -huh. this song Sicario to go hard as fuck with uh Conway, A Mafia, and I believe Jay Hayes, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh Hayes kind of alluded to you might have have, have a surprise like that in store for the next one. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a I, I got a few records for sure. You know, um, so uh this EP, this EP, um it's only like six, seven records. So it's really just me just putting just getting content out there and doing like the um legalize is more of like a an all around I I kinda wanna give you like an all around tape. Right. This one's this one's mainly like older samples and more of like grungier, you know what I mean, boom bap feel. So it's like a concept album, but sound-wise, as opposed to like sticking to a certain subject matter. Yeah, it's kind of just like a darker kind so, of. So, so boom, bad bro, is this you showing that you nice? Oh man, I'm, I'm, I, I can show you guys that I'm nice for sure. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna, I got a couple records I gotta do, but you know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you guys I'm nice for sure. I'm, I'm there. I think. Oh, I, I believe it, brother. Hey, how'd you meet Jay Hayes? Um, for real, for real, uh, I was at the mall shopping for real. I was in, uh, I was going to like some tech school at the time and, um, I was staying in Pittsburgh because I'm originally from like an hour and a half south of Pittsburgh, Fayette County, but I was living in Pittsburgh and, uh, I was chilling with my, one of my boys and, uh, Hayes was actually selling his first mixtape at the mall. Okay, the 2012 jump that just got added to Spotify again. No, uh, no, this is uh, this one probably won't ever go on the streaming sites, but uh, it's called Son of a Gun Volume One. 
but that one was a mixtape. That was like his first mixtape that he did, and and um, I was there when he was selling it. So uh, that's I ended up buying a CD off of him because his uh, one friend was pretty uh, insistent. He was a, he was a good salesman. He was persistent. Yeah. That's what I say. Hey, I, let me I ask said, you this: Was there any good features? Um, I can't remember if there was any any good features, but uh, it was just like that the sound. You know what I mean? The sound was. Crazy. Oh, they did the whole. What did they have? Like the disc man, and they let you listen to a little bit of it. They had a boombox. Um, I think they might have. Yeah, I think they might have. I mean, if you bought it off the sound, you must have heard some of it first. It's so, sometimes it's just like I like to support people. So, like, you know, they putting I mean? themselves it's, out there, bro. I admire that shit. Like, I had yeah, a uh, good. Yeah. I had an NBA dude on that's like a trainer, right? And I was mm-hmm. telling him I'm I'm big into the gym and shit. And you know, a lot of people be intimidated about going to the gym. But but I I was saying, like, man, you be 500 pounds and you go in there and you're doing fucking bench presses with, with, with five pound plates on either side, and the majority of the people in there is impressed with you. Like that shit's impressive <laughs> to me. You know, because yeah. like that's that's the whole man in the arena thing. Uh-huh. You know, it's way easier to just stay on the couch and turn that five hundred into six hundred. For sure. So yeah, I feel you though, like like anybody to put themselves out there. Cause I mean they're getting rejected much more than people are buying their shit. Yeah, it just takes initiative, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah, I've I've always had respect for that. So like are, are how how involved like y'all y'all have an outstanding merchandising game. How involved are you with that? Uh pretty much every aspect as well, you know what I mean? Like um Hayes, Hayes, Hayes always kind of used me as like a, uh, you know, he'd bounce ideas off me and I'd bounce ideas off him. And um, like, even when Hayes isn't sure about a certain beat and he has like a couple beats, he'll be like, hey, what do you think about this beat or that beat? You know what I mean? So I've done a, I've done a lot. It's kind of hard to say what I do, but. It's well, I, can just, t- I can say it. You do what's needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I just, I, just I, I see, I see you that night, bro. Like, I, I, I I'm perceptive. Yeah, uh, I saw, mm-hmm. I saw you, you uh, adjusted the level a little bit for your jump. You know, uh, I don't know. I mean, without getting all into it, you was, you was just everywhere and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, if I had to, I could, uh, I could record somebody on Pro Tools. Like, um, I've done it before. <laughs> oh, I can too. You just hit spacebar and then, and then yeah. uh, hit stop. <laughs> I went to engineering school. That's about all I remember. <laughs> Make sure it's on record. <laughs> yeah, <Good. laughs> yeah. Load the se- I mean, I can load the sessions and all that shit. That's esoteric, boring ass shit, though. So, uh, well, we gonna get into one thing, but I'm I, I'm just curious. Um, you 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 you're pretty well spoken. And when I was talking to you that night, you know, you you had a, a I mean, I don't know if you had a little bit or a lot of knowledge of certain things, but you were certainly knowledgeable across different areas. I'm curious, mm-hmm. are you a reader? Um, not, I read, I read, I'm not too much, I don't really like reading, but, um. So where you got this got information a, from, podcasts, documentaries? Podcasts, documentaries, like, you talking about music, why? Not, bro, you knew a lot about a lot of things, I remember I was impressed. Um, oh, man, uh, shit, I, I actually, uh, I went to, I got an associate's in mechanical engineering, um, Jeez, I went to just 
being hands-on with stuff, you know what I mean? Working on machines, being a mechanic before, you know, working on my own cars. You just gain a lot of knowledge along the way, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, and just to being in the music too, over 10 plus years, along the way, you just pick up your things here and there. What are you doing in your free time? I like doing music. Uh, I'm trying to get back into the gym more. I used to be a gym rat. But I took some I took some years off and uh like what weightlifting jujitsu? Uh I, I wrestled I wrestled for like eight, nine years. Um I used to play baseball. I was really big into football. Um I could have got a scholarship, but my niece started fucking with me in like ninth grade and I was like it's just never been the same since. Even now if like I stand too long, my ankle swells up. I my my knee starts hurting, so I gotta stay moving. <laughs> so if you, you see know, me pacing around or something like that, it's not. It's just because I'm. I don't want to be standing somewhere. I start shit starts I'm, feeling weird. I'm like that with back pain. Um, give me one second, bro. For sure, for sure. You know what creatine is? Creatine, yeah, I know what creatine is. Like fuck that muscle growth shit. It, it, it's excellent for reducing inflammation, and science has proven it. This shit right here, turmeric, you can get it as a, yeah, yeah. as a spice. That that crucially reduces inflammation. And then uh, this osteobioflex, this actually works. It makes it makes your joints looser. Like like I, I lift weights a lot, and and then uh -huh. you know I'm 43, so soreness can be a bitch. So I'm trying to do anything to reduce inflammation. And I've tried like 70 things, and then those three things actually work. Like most of that shit's some bullshit. Like, I mean, I wasn't even planning on getting on this, but here's some great information for anybody that hears this. You don't want to multi anything, anything that combines more than one thing. Like, like, like if it's got one thing for your memory and one thing for your energy, you, you don't want that shit. Even multivitamins yeah. for the most part, because basically you're not going to get enough of any of the ingredients in there. Uh -huh. So, I mean, that's, that, that's one thing. But, but, but if, if you got into that shit, just doing that might help you with the, uh, with, with with the because because a lot of that's just swelling which is inflammation you know it's trying to uh you know make make your leg rigid so so you don't move and your knee heals yeah so shit like that you know band work yada, yeah. yada all that type but I, if you, if you probably, go to the gym you know about shit like that but i'm just telling you those supplements actually work most of the supplements are some bullshit i'm about to try it out though yeah for, especially for like uh but it's not really like when I go to the gym. It's just if I stand on my feet too long or right. That, would, that th those would yeah. reduce inflammation. You know what I mean? I'm about to. I'm about to. I'll check them out for sure. Appreciate it. Oh yeah, shit, no doubt. Shit, if anybody got good information with me, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm always open ears. You know, I got I got little mental problems and uh, you know, PTSD and shit. And I just started uh therapy. And and this lady about to have me uh do, try the ketamine and the mushrooms. So hell I'm, yeah, I mean. I mean, it's like a doctor setting and shit. You know, I ain't never really do no ketamine. That that was never really in my in my circumference. But uh, you know, I, I fuck with psychedelics. You fuck with psychedelics? I've done I've done mushrooms a couple times. Did you ever have like a like like I ain't never like that shit where they be talking about breakthroughs? Like I ain't never have like nobody telling me what I needed to do in my life. But I definitely saw like fractals and streamers and and movies look cool and shit. You watch you watch Joe Rogan? Yeah. All the time. He said he he always talks about these uh what is it, the LSD or something like that? The, the DMT. The DMT. I I think that those are one of the breakthrough ones where you like yeah. go I got my hands DMT. on it. I, I, I fought it. For real? 
Yeah, and I forgot the name of that shit, but it got Shailene Woodley, and it's like a dystopian young adult movie series. And uh, I, you know, you're supposed to hit three times. I only hit it once. I fought going under, but for like the next mm. hour when I watched the movie, they all look like lizard people and shit. Crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't like I was. I, well, I was scared to go under, but after that, I wasn't scared at all. So I guess I gotta try that shit and uh, and and not fight that shit, but. I don't know about you, bro. I, 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 I'm a felon, and down in Florida, I can't even get no fucking job because I grew up in a neighborhood where uh, anytime there was a big crime, they just arrested mm -hmm. everybody, thinking that uh, even if you didn't do it, you would know something about it and break in the interrogation room. So my arrest record looks so fucking horrible. Like, like my, my felony is just some stupid weed shit. My arrest record got shit like attempted bank robbery, attempted murder of a police officer. For shit that I wasn't even nowhere near. Like, they literally did this shit in Fortnite, Maryland. They just charged everybody. So down Florida, Damn. every job you compete for, there's a motherfucker who don't got an attempted murder on a police officer on their shit. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so, that's, that's crazy. That sucks. Yeah, so, so I can't get no job down here. So uh, insurance and shit, you know? Like, like mm -hmm. I, I used to ball all the time, but now I'm afraid, like, if I turn my ankle too bad, I ain't trying to go to the emergency room and drop seven stacks, which I don't have owe that shit and then when it's time to get get a house instead of rent a house now i'm all fucked i mean you know about it they be trying to keep poor people poor that's why my ankle fucked up right now i'll roll it and i'll be like oh, i'll be good in a couple days <laughs> but like if you was joe rogan you, you could just go get that stem cell shit like, I, be, I ain't gonna lie i be listening to some of that shit be like man i wish i had that rich people shit i want some ipo some trt mm -hmm. all that shit but you know that you know that that testosterone the uh trt they say they're like, once you stop, you, you go back to what you would have been bad, like, like almost like a vampire and shit. You know, when the vampire hit the sun, all of a sudden it look old yeah. and shit. Yeah, it'd be yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You be, uh, you shrivel back up. So, I mean, I don't see what's so good about that. that I'm just going to be feeling more fucked up when I'm 70. Nah, nah, you don't want that. I used to take this shit called uh, Advocare. I really liked it, it was all natural. Um, but I, I just really, I do it for the, uh, for the post-workout mix. The post-workout mix is crazy. You know, I used to get an Arnold Schwarzenegger post-workout mix, but that shit made you have weird dreams. <laughs> yeah, like, you can look it up. It wasn't just me. There, there was, like, crazy. mad poems about that shit. Like, crazy-ass dreams, too, where you'd be like, I remember one zone, you, you know what the never-ending story is? Mm. A little boy, his grandfather reading him a story, and uh, in in the book, there's like a kid who flies on a big ass dog. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, it's been a while since I've seen it, but yeah. Oh, that's like some I've 1982 shit. But uh, I, I had this realistic ass dream that I was flying the dog and I was controlling this motherfucker <laughs> like Daenerys from Game of Thrones. I woke up and swore that I had a fucking dog I could fly, <laughs> holding on his ears and shit. Like, yeah. Hey, you ever fuck with that kratom shit? No, I haven't. Have you? Uh, yeah, I mean, because that's just legal in Florida. There's different strains. Like, 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 there's one that's like a green man. All the green jones seem to like give you energy. And uh, I went through Xanax withdrawal maybe like three weeks ago, or maybe a little bit longer than that, because I, I stopped liking how that shit made me feel. Like I said about E, uh, well, I said it made me too gay, which you can't say now, but uh, it may it makes me yeah. too friendly. You know what I mean? And and you know when you be too friendly around people, that that shit can be dangerous. But uh, some of them Jones work like shit. Like it definitely worked with the addiction and the or, or the the withdrawals. Like the basically it was done. They say it works for the uh -huh. uh, you know people with uh, opiate withdrawals. But one thing it definitely does. There's a there's one called Yellow Hulu, 
And man, that 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 should be be like increasing your IQ by like ten points. I'd be loquacious as shit on like some John F. Kennedy shit when I take that shit. <laughs> but like, I can never regulate it. So no matter what, whenever I I because you buy little pills, they're like six for a dollar, and uh, uh, eventually I throw up. No matter no matter what. Oh man, like, like, I bought like, the I, ones. I, uh, I bought the ones Joe Rogan talks about. Which ones? Kratom. Um, uh, they, 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 they're a little uh, better brand. Maybe some shit that's like $80 a bottle that only got like 30 pills. And you really need like at least six, but probably like, like 10 mm-hmm. to fill it. But the uh, the one, the Green Mang Ja, if you get it just right balanced, man, you, you feel like this super universal sense of oneness. Damn. And I ain't gonna lie, that shit feel kind of good. There's Kratom, the, the Kratom stuff? Yeah. And you, how you, you smoke it or... Nah, it's, um, well, I mean, you can make a tea, but it tastes it tastes terrible. It's like literally the worst tasting thing ever. It tastes worse than oh. chewing a Xanax. But uh, <laughs> that's bad. That's yeah, bad. That, that's bad. But uh, it comes in little pills, and then you just swallow the pills. The thing is, though, when they burp, I mean, when they, when when they bust, sometimes you like burp that shit out. Ooh, yeah, it's gonna taste terrible. But you know, it's definitely some, especially because it's like a legal high, at least in Florida, it's, it's something worth trying. So yeah. um, how did that, sh- I know I'm jumping all over the map. How did that shit come together that you got Conway and A Mafia on the song? And I don't know how politically correct you is, but who you think had a better verse? Not off everybody, between Conway and A Mafia. Between Conway and A Mafia? I would go A I Mafia, mean, but that's, I'm, I'm I would a huge think, I would think a, Ma- a Mafia definitely got a better verse because... It- Conway pretty much was the first one on that song. You know what I mean? Got so everybody. Like got everybody, everybody, everybody on that song was after Conway. So everybody got to hear what Conway spit. So got you. Hey, who, who you grew up listening to? I know that I usually I don't ask no cliche like that, but with you, I bet you have some interesting answers. Man, uh, so I was born in '86, so i grew up listening to everybody pretty much but I, the first rap record i remember hearing was baby got back by sir mix and then probably the next song after that was uh jump i think went by crisscross and then it's kind of a blur after that because i'm kind of like the uh the white the white boy eminem talks about the the kid brainwashed from rock and rap <laughs> you know what i mean so I've 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 always gone back and forth. So I always li- I, I've always listened to like everything now, like jazz, blues, um, Stevie Wonder. You know what I mean? Like I kind of t- try to. I listen to some punk too. Yeah, like I Joan, to I'm talking. I ain't talking about like that screaming Motorhead shit. I'm talking about like Joan Jett and Violet Femmes and shit like that. Talking about uh, REM. Maybe not Green maybe, Day. Ma- R- REM Green Day for sure. Green Day's definitely. Oh, bro, more. you gotta get down on some Joan Jett and some Cherry Bomb. Like it ain't just I love rock and roll. Joan Jett is that deal. I'm about to check it out. Nah, hey, hey, hey take my word for it. Trust me. And uh, I, I, since I'm giving recommendations, I'm sh- no disrespect to you, but I'm sure you're not hip to this chick, Chica. But look, look up Chica, C H I K A, Tiny Desk Concert. I guarantee that shit will blow you away. Oh, the tiny. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. I think Conway did a Tiny Desk concert recently too. I'm I'm sure, but like they're not as good as they were because they're not going to the NPR building. Like like I I I mm. I used to do like office movers when I first got out the penitentiary for like uh to have the job on parole, and I've been mm-hmm. in that building like mad times. And uh, 
I, I can just assure you that the ambiance is always going to be better in there than if you're doing that shit on Zoom, even if you got like that Dua Lipa setup shit that she has. Mm-hmm. So like before mm-hmm. before we get out of here, we're we going to get to what's next in your socials. But, you know, I figure might as well, it's not even no elephant in the room. I don't know about you, bro, but like anytime I have a show or, or something where someone interviews me, they, they always ask me this white people shit um especially i mean pertaining to, <laughs> pertaining to music so like uh-huh. now that i got a, a white hip-hop fan that i feel is pretty similar to me like you know actually grew up in the culture then just you know buy a pair of yeezys and shit and start start yeah. going to smokers club tours and shit <laughs> I, I, my history of white hip-hop i'm not gonna lie when i was little beastie boys obviously could but, but obviously, you know that, that's yeah. the year you was born so I had that uh, license to ill. Then I then I never even thought about it, and I got into like a heavy metal phase with like Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer. For and sure, started, for sure. And I started coming back like right around the uh, the Young MC era, but 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 not not for none of that shit because uh, I actually went from this white area Bowie to this black area Forest Heights. And, uh, you know, they was listening to everything around there. So they was putting, like, uh-huh. Willie D solo tapes on me and, and UGK and Ghetto Boys and Too Short. Even, like, the Too Short that got sold out the trunk. Even old Master P, I'm, or, or not even uh, Master P, uh, Cash Money, that group UNLV that got killed that made, that made bounce music. So I ain't listened to another white artist till uh, Third Base. You know, I mean, I guess, obviously, everybody heard Vanilla Ice, but, you know, I wasn't, yeah. like, buy no vanilla ice posters or nothing i did have a beastie boys poster so so and i kind of like third base and then i don't know if you ever heard of him but there was this cat milkbone that had a song with biggie and uh uh-uh. oh yeah look that up it's pretty nice um on, on on biggie duets one of the best verses was actually his verse from the uh milkbone since we on that y- y'all should also oh, look at uh, Tr- tracy lee featuring biggie that 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 classic line the rings and things you sing about bring them out that's from a tracy lee song Homeboy I'm actually even used a, his I rap might even have heard it. Oh, I'm sure I it was a big hit. Even. Homeboy used his rap money, went to uh Howard, and, and now he's a big time entertainment lawyer. Tracy Lee from Philly. Shout out to Tracy Lee, uh, admirable mm. character. But so back to the white shit. I mean, I guess I heard House of Pain. I definitely like that first Everlast solo album. That white. I don't even know if it's the first one, but the Whitey Ford sings the blues. And then yeah. I saw I saw a cop in Eminem. John. I ain't never listened to Young Black Teenagers. Um, that was mm-hmm. like pu- that was like Public Enemies white group. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know that yeah. should sound funny as shit. Uh, <laughs> but but like uh, I always respect Eminem's skills, and I probably copped at least like the first seven. But like a lot of that shit, it just didn't appeal to me. Like I ain't give a fuck about if he had an issue with Fred Durst or Britney Spears, and I ain't really like all funny. that shock shit. Yeah, I mean sometimes it'd be funny. I mean, you know the first album, or at least the first one that came out with uh with Dr. Dre on it and the pills on the cover. My two favorite I songs was I ain't like the first two for real. It wasn't my. I mean, they were they, it was commercial. It was all right, but it was a lot of it was a lot of like when 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 we used to rap, we used to rap about shit we did, and then right. now it's like you can't do that. So now it's like. He was rapping about, he was definitely rapping about shit he never did. It was just things that he was thinking of. And then there were some things that he went through that he rapped about on there. But it was, a lot of it was like fantasy. Well, that, that was, that's what I was going to say, bro. There was two songs on the first one where he was talking about like how hard it was to have a minimum wage job and he was worried about his future. 
And I thought uh-huh. them shits was superlative. I love that motherfucker. For sure, for sure, for sure. And then, you know, in that third album, he had that song that had, uh, like, Sticky Fingers and RBX on it, so he got mad credit. But to be real with uh-huh. you, I don't go back and listen to no Eminem albums. And then, uh, I guess you after that, you started... And then, to me, it was like, for a while, Eminem was trying to, like, destroy every other white rapper. I was like, he want to be the only one. Like, he going to Insane Clown Posse. Uh, shit, I don't even remember, remember some of these motherfuckers' names. Like, what was that big fat dude? Haystack. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you remember. Def Jam signed a white dude, Jojo Pellegrino. But, but you know, he was yeah. always shitting on him. So then, like, the next white rapper I really remember listening to was, uh, I like Bubba Sparks. Especially when he was with uh, Purple Ribbon and Killer Mike and them. He had that song. Yeah, yeah. That was just pretty dope. He had a run. He had a run for sure. And then you start getting like all them like Mac Miller, Asher Roth kind of people. I definitely had respect. I listened to that DJ drama, Asher Roth, off some novelty factor shit. And it was impressive. But I didn't then yeah, see any cop Asher Roth down. albums. Say it again. No, I, I never, I never bought Asher Roth albums either. But he could get, he could get down. I, I listened to a couple of the tracks for sure. Yeah, I got, I got respect for him. Um, Mac Miller, you know, I judged him too harshly at first because, you know, I went back and revisited some of that music he, he released before his death, and that shit was fire. Same with, oh, Machine, yeah. Gun, same sure. with Machine Gun Kelly. Like, like, basically, I got this concept I call old brain, what, where you get locked in. You can be any age and get old brain, but you get locked into you mm-hmm. make your decision about something, and then, then you won't evolve with it. And to my discredit, I decided who Mac Miller, French Montana, Machine Gun Kelly were in 2012 and didn't check in with them and then I do and all of a sudden I realize like damn they got way better oh yeah for sure but like because Mac, Mac, Mac was like, young when he started releasing music for sure yeah he was but, super young but as of right now off the top of my head I can't think of any white rapper I listen to regularly and it's not because I have anything against them or it's just if there was one that, that I found appealing you know I found Stitches highly entertaining you know what I'm saying? He was, yeah, he's entertaining. He's entertaining. Uh, I didn't believe that shit. And like at the time, I lived in Houston, right? Around a bunch uh-huh. of paranoid crack dealing gangbanging motherfuckers. <laughs> and, and you should have seen like how offended they got when they saw that fucking video. That shit like offended everything they stood for, which I guess I shouldn't <laughs> laugh for. But if you have been there, trust me, that shit was funny. Because they, they were they're like, man, he don't do that shit. Man, wouldn't nobody throw no cocaine on the wall like that? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so uh, filling name blanks. Uh, 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 I mean, I guess I listen to Show Off Stoner. Oh uh, yeah, appreciate it. I'm dropping actually. I'm dropping a lot more music. I think a lot more people are gonna like uh, this uh, EP I'm doing because there's a lot of like '80s samples in there that are kind of like not really hip hop samples, but that they're hip hop. Uh, it's gonna. I always kind of have that seventies, eighties kind of sample somewhere in the project for sure. But you think um, disco. Uh, just if if the mood's right. <laughs> See, I I think as far as sampling, I think there was so much good disco music that, that that's underrated with the musicality, like not the stupid shit they're saying, but but the actual, mm-hmm. you know, the the inst- the instrumental bed. Yeah, if you slowed it down a little bit. Added some, you know, what I mean, tips or something <laughs> here and there. I think it, it it could work. Yeah, I mean, especially like if you did like like I know it's how you put like an edge to things, like like not not like how Puffy did it, where it's just like you know redoing that shit for the '90s. But like uh-huh. that shit, a lot of that shit would be in because like like particularly Donna Summer. If you listen to what she's saying on a lot of those songs, like that's a lady with pain, 
And if you just slightly yeah. altered the tenor of the music, you, you could have something really interesting, especially mm-hmm. like, I'm sure that'd be an expensive ass sample to clear though. Yeah, yeah. I want to sample some uh, some other songs, but I've heard it's like impossible to get those 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 records clear. You know, Sade. Yeah. I would love to sample a couple of her records, but I heard like she not letting anybody clear anything like that. Man, man, bro, Sade was undefeated in my college dorm room. Like oh, if not, sure if nothing else. You, if you watch Dirty, uh, probably this probably don't work no more. But back in the day, if you either watched all of Dirty Dancing or you listened to Sade, you, you 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 were gonna you were gonna be successful in your intentions. Sade was undefeated, greatest hits. Oh yeah, she got some good hits. Oh hell yeah, shit. I mean, but you know, you could always just sample that shit, not really release it, release it, and still get it on like on like Mad Sykes and maybe even cut a vinyl. Yeah, I mean, like SoundCloud, that's, that's that's good for SoundCloud stuff. Like, just release it on SoundCloud and not make nothing off of it. Just put it out oh, there. You can make something off it, bro. Press up a little stuff. All right, without getting into it real quick, a 1,000 records costs about uh, 3200 to 3500 depending on what kind of deal you can get. And this is one, uh-huh. one record with, with, with a sleeve and, and, and art on the outside, no liner notes or anything, right? And like uh, vinyl? Each, yeah, and, and each side fits about five songs. Each side fits about 18 to 20 minutes, depending on uh, how much information is con- contained within the song. So uh, you, you you could do little 500 runs or 1,000 runs. You know, if you spend 3200 and you sell them all mm-hmm. for, for $10, you know, that's a $7,000 come up. So you, you, could, you, could, you could still find ways to monetize songs like that. Ask Danger Mouse. Yeah. For sure, for sure, you could do that. I didn't think of it that way. And people want to collect that shit, and then you, especially y'all with all that awesome ass merch, you can do like autograph bundles, like oh, yeah, get we the t-shirt, get, get the autograph mm-hmm. CD, the digital download, and uh, I don't know, like a, a show off gang lighter. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely uh, uh, we're definitely going to do bundles in the future. It's just like you're seeing it kind of grow in front of you right now. Gotcha. Like we're really just like putting the putting our foot to the pavement right now for real. Well, now y'all y'all yeah. killing it, bro. And and I I I appreciate you taking the time to uh. So I definitely want to check in with you down the road. I I enjoyed for sure, uh, for sure. seeing you make music and all that good stuff. Before we get out of here, uh, what, what, where can they find your music, your socials, yourself, all that good shit? Uh, show off stoner, pretty much across the board. Um, everything gets on. Everything usually is on platforms when it drops so you can really get it wherever your music liking is so if you use google play or cd baby or, or that's a distribution <laughs> is it yeah, yeah yeah so yeah wherever you get your music Spotify, at, you know, apple music all that good yeah. shit. amazon show off stoner yeah make sure y'all game. go check out uh king kong vs godzilla right now and uh be on the lookout yep. for the show off stoner ep coming soon yeah new merch on the way showoffgang.com you already know that's what's up man thank you for your time brother and you take your light appreciate you no doubt man peace